At the center of the universe, at the border between the light and the dark, stands Castle Grayskull. For countless ages, the heroes of Grayskull have defended the universe against the forces of evil. Walk through the Hall of Living Pictures and learn the history and mystery of the masters of the universe. Dive deep into the mythology of Eternia, Etheria, and more. For those who know the stories of Grayskull will come the power. The power to be supreme. The power to be all-knowing. The power to be... Legends of Grayskull. Welcome to episode 44 of Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Etheria, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, mini-comics, comics, star comics, golden books, labor, and anything and everything you can think of with that He-Man, She-Ra, Masters of Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo down at the bottom. I'm Matthew Duch. I'm here today with Sean Skavarna. Sean, how we doing today? I'm live. And we're and live! So and this is good. We are live. I love it. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> who's already joined us in the chat. Uh, we've got Adam Maynard. We've got Manny Gonzalez. We've got David Clark. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, cool. David showed up, too. I'm going to be referencing something he posted, so there right. we go. That's good. <laughs> oh well, uh, what you got? Because we'll give every, we'll give a few minutes see if anyone else uh, jumps in here. All right. Well, let me pull it up because now that I'm on my computer, I can pull it up easily on my phone. So um, over in uh, David's, he has the He Man and the Masters of the Universe, a Netflix original series group, as well as his Nexus of All Realities group that he runs, AdultCollector.org. Uh, he did a post tonight, which was really cool, because out of the two promised Netflix series for Masters of the Universe, the redheaded stepchild of the group is He-Man and the Masters Absolutely. of the Universe. So one of the people who was uh, working on the show, Brian Q. Miller, and that name might have a little bit of a connection uh, based on what we talk about outside of, uh, of work here. Um, he, he worked on Smallville. I had to look this up a little while ago. He, he was actually one of the people on Smallville. He, he tweeted, uh, a couple tweets, just turned in my first draft of the season finale of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Rest assured, a lot of love and care is being put into this from top to bottom. Uh, and then he listed names associated with it. They're, they're doing, and I don't know their, their Twitter names, but they're doing a lot of extraordinary work on the production that we didn't have any, a formal writer's room, sure, I'm guessing sure. because of COVID. We, we never would have made it to the finish line writing without the amazing work of, and then he lists a bunch of people who worked on it, some of which are Twitter handles. 
But uh, apparently Heath Corson, Amanda Dybert, Keely McDragon, which I'm <laughs> guessing is a Twitter handle. And uh, we'll, we'll just say sure. there were a bunch of writers that he mentioned. And he said, I can't wait to uh, for you to see what we've cooked up with eventually. eventually. And he doesn't give any other information except for only on Netflix and hashtag. And we still have nothing end. on so, the other show. <laughs> we still have nothing on the other show. We we just get this is the first actual news in Absolutely. a lot longer uh, for that series, and it just made me happy to go. Okay, it's not the forgotten series because you know like Revelation is getting all the speculation, all of the fan theories, all of the it, it's making the most news rounds because of Kevin Smith being attached to it, and here we finally have. That little hint of hey, they, I mean they got to the season finale. Yeah, so is Revelation. So, we still you know, don't know Bupkiss. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say um, uh, something else uh, this week. There is this uh, Netflix series that actually Powerhouse is behind called the Blood of Z- Blood. It's either the Blood of Zeus or Blood of the Gods. Uh, I forget which one it was. And uh, Yuka, Excellent. friend of the show, Yuka. He uh, he said, "Note how soon to to actual release yes. your trailers are coming out now," and so that made me just go, "Yeah, he's got a point." Because usually when this stuff starts hitting, it's within a week or two of when this is about to finally be, you know, uploaded well, yeah, on I, Netflix. I but, agree with that, Yuka. It's just the fact of the matter is the fact that they teased it so far in advance. <laughs> That's what I take an issue with. Um, uh, no, real quick here, right David Clark. You. Yes, Legends of Grayskull is a game. This is Legends of Grayskull podcast. No relation. Hear that, lawyers? No <laughs> relation. Um, uh, Piers Plowman has joined us. Piers, thanks for joining in. Uh, and real quick before we keep discussing. Thank you. Uh, so everyone who's commented already, you're automatically entered to win a door prize. Uh, we're also going to be hitting the trivia contest in here in a minute. Uh, so the top, well, depending on how many people we get, top two or three winners out of that will win a prize. If you win out of the trivia contest, you're not eligible to, for a door prize. A door prize is for everyone else. So, uh, Piers Plowman, thanks for joining in. Uh, stick around. We're going to start the trivia in just a minute here. We'll give it a few more minutes, see if anyone else filters in. Uh, David Clark asks, which one will be released first, Revelation or the other show? I... Well, for starters, I will say I hope that they I hope they don't put them both out at the same time, because as much as I'd like to believe people aren't stupid, I honestly am proven wrong a lot. And one of the things about this is if you put both of them out, I think there's going to be a confusion of, well, how come this is isn't that the same thing, you know, or whatever. And so I, my guess is Revelation will probably hit first because that one's getting a huge amount of attention versus this one. And then this will be like the Coattails uh, series following after Revelation, maybe. And maybe that show has something to do with this series. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they'll be separate, uh, but I think Revelation will definitely be first just because they're already to animatics and this show is just turning in uh, the final script. So... You ever get the feeling uh, with these shows? It, it's the equivalent of Super Seven trying to release Cas- <laughs> or uh, Snake Mountain because everybody—it's like, oh, we got to notice right. it's coming. 
this year and then oh man it could be january and it's like it's almost like that you know it's like you're you're chasing that carrot trying to get to the fun entertainment that you've been waiting for and again it's all because (laughs) of how soon all this stuff comes out before you know the announcements come out way too soon nowadays you know they need they need to start holding some of this stuff until you know it's it's pretty much ready to be released um it'd be Mm -hmm. it'd be a lot nicer uh, speaking of Super 7, real quick tangent here, um, they, did you see their next wave of, uh, turtles that they showed off today? I, I did, uh, Nate Barch was the one that led me to that, and, um, uh, Donna, I see Donatello, which my daughter will be thrilled with if I can actually <laughs> afford these, which right? I don't think that'll happen right now, but that's her favorite turtle, Donatello, and I, it was awesome to see Casey. Yep. He was one of my favorites in the original line, so it's cool to see uh, the yeah, Ultimates really version of him. Pump for that Mondo Gecko. I mean, he just looks amazing. Uh, yeah, he's one of your favorites, right? If I remember, he was definitely one of my favorite toys. I actually don't remember him in the cartoon or the comics the toys, at all, yeah. but I, yeah, I had the toy, and he was awesome. And he just he just looks great, great detail, mm-hmm. great work from Super Seven. Uh, and Muckman is a work of art mm-hmm. too. Even though I don't care about that character too much personally, he just looks awesome. I mean, they really mm-hmm. finally found, figured out how to make uh, you know super articulated, amazing detailed figures right as they lose the Masters of the Universe line license. Unfortunately, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, hey, it, it's working out for other other uh, fans of other things in that way, and you know, it's kind of funny. Like somebody somebody did mention on, uh, I think it was, I want to say, I want to say it was either Podcasters of the Universe or My Wife is going to kill me that they were really amused that Super Seven is using the he, the He Man buck to make yeah. Conan toys. <laughs> And it's like, imagine, it's like Conan kind of helped to give birth to He-Man, and now it's like the opposite way around to make the toys finally and have them be like, these are the legit Conan the way you've always wanted versus I had a I had one when I was a kid, and I'm like, this isn't Conan. Who the <laughs> hell is this guy, you know? And so it, it was like one of those Remco knockoff Conans. And as a kid, I was like, all right, it says Conan. I'll go with it. But now it's like, no, that's Schwarzenegger Conan. And that's He-Man's body. And apparently those images were leaked, according to David Clark, uh, apparently. Once again, the European retailers get an image, and they just uh, they just release them into the wild, apparently, because that happened with Origins uh, Castle Grayskull a couple weeks ago, too. They, they're... They're doing that across the board. Um, like uh, I said last episode, that uh, I I'd gotten into the McFarlane DC yeah. multiverse line, and that's the same thing. They're starting to reveal that stuff like a week or two before the official announcement, and then they, it's like they almost have to go, okay, fine, right. we'll admit it. We're putting these out. You've already seen it online. Well, that you know? happened, actually, that triggered my memory because it happened, uh, I think, later or a while, uh, a few days ago. Uh, they released same. Thing, the European retailers, re- or no, maybe it was a Target. I don't know. We, there was like a list revealed of all the Origins figures coming out, like for mm-hmm. for the companies to to buy them, the toy stores to buy them, and they have That's a right. Hordak yeah. listed on there. Everything else is just what was released at PowerCon, but they also have a Hordak released mm-hmm. uh, or listed on there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting times. 
I wonder if Mattel was just playing on, yeah, on just releasing I, that, you know? Well, I, I, it's it's like the carpet before the horse almost in everything lately. It's like the fans demand something, they get it faster than the company's willing or ready to deliver it. But hey, the company delivers, and we're in that age now where the Internet's made right. it easy. And it's not like when I was a kid, I mean, heck, the... It was a joy when I was a kid to get a freaking mini comic and read all the names on the back that were copywritten and go, who's this going to be? And now it's just like, well, where is this character? I know he's out there somewhere. And it's just, boom, there it is, dropped in your lap within like, you know, 48 hours of somebody having a fit oh, online. So, And it, uh, David says it was Entertainment Earth. So that's where the Hordak news came from. Thank you, David. I'd, I'd forgotten where uh-huh. exactly it came from. Uh so yeah, it looks like we got we got a good group of people in here. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get the trivia contest started. Uh, you guys got really good odds here. Uh, we'll go ahead and give away two prizes, <laughs> unless uh, unless a bunch of people happen to jump in here. So basically, we're just gonna go. Me and Sean will jump back and forth. We got I've got some questions I came up with. Uh, we got some questions from Yuka. We got some questions from Danielle. Our all-stars were, were gracious enough to throw us some questions. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, David said he wishes all that was trivia questions, all the answers he's given me. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll just jump back and forth. It is whoever comments on my screen first. I'm not too worried about spelling. As long as I can understand what you guys are selling, or selling, what you guys are saying. Um, so we'll read a question, give it about 30 seconds. First one that pops up on my screen gets the point. Person who's got the most points at the end uh, wins the prize. And let me grab those here. Okay, so we have a prize here. I got this from James Etox, He-Man and She-Ra Shop. This is a copy of the licensing guide for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's a full reproduction of the licensing guide that retailers used back in the 80s. So that that's the second place prize. And then the first place prize is the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe mini-comic collection. Still sealed in its nice plastic. Never used, never open, mint condition. No home should be without that. Ooh. Very nice. I got nice. mine over here. Mine's open and well-read. All right, <laughs> so... Uh, uh, Sean, why don't you take the first one here? Uh, whatever order right. you want. I, uh, I will, uh, should I say who gave us this uh, question? Yeah, you can. And, uh, so Danielle's were the ones where I sent you all together and then Yuka's were the other ones. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I'll start with a question from the lovely Danielle Galerter. And, uh, the question is. A Masters of the Universe witch said the following. Who was it? Rise, rise. Take your sacrifice and spread the living darkness across the world. 30 seconds. I should have gotten some music. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> the Jeopardy theme. Oh, they pull us down. That's copyrighted. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, they're usually more unforgiving about uh, about live than they are uploaded for some reason. You All right, Manny Gonzalez. I think Sean Connery. There it is. Uh, Manny Gonzalez says Shakoti. And I'm pretty sure that is correct. Manny pulling out to an early lead. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, very correct, very true, and one of my absolute Absolutely. favorite episodes. All right. So next question. Uh, in Orko's missing magic, Orko predictably loses his magic. When it is transferred into a small being, what kind of creature is Orko's magic transferred into? Where do you say? Looking for the name of the creature. And Manny Gonzalez again, he got Gronk. Yes, it was a Gronk. Very good, Manny. All right, and if anyone else has just joined He's us, looks like there might be a few more. Uh, make sure you, you put a comment down below. That way you're entered into our door prizes. And go and as we're asking questions, feel free to jump on in here, all right? Take away, Sean. All right. So next question is from Yuka. On the 2001 commemorative 10-pack toy box, one character slash beast had an error in the illustration. What was the error? Good question. Good question. I did not know this one. Neither did I, so I'm kind of glad I'm on the uh, the asking end <laughs> rather than the answering end of this one. <laughs> Let's see if anyone's got it. All right, guys. We'll give it a few seconds longer. If not, we'll hit we'll hit a timer. Pull up my timer. All right, we're gonna start a thirty second timer, and then we'll pull it. Starting now. The error was. The error was Panthor had a green battle yes. cat helmet. What it colored it, and they just took the battle cat image, recolored it, and they left the helmet on him. 
silly. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. For our next one, we're going to go to the mini comics. So. Let's do it. In the first mini comic, He Man and the Power Sword. There is actually a promotional comic that was never released with the figures. Uh, it was most likely released like an early tie-in, people who were working with the line, stuff like that. So, in the on the last page of this promotional copy of He-Man and the Power Sword, there, they misnamed the group. The line in the official minicomic is, You truly are the masters of the universe, who are destined to protect my secrets from evil forces, said the spirit of the castle. What did they call them, the masters of the universe, in that promotional minicomic? Sean should know this one. The eyebrows raised because I feel like maybe I should know, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Did I tell you I found minis finally? Oh, you finally oh. got some, huh? <laughs> Did you follow the uh, the codes on the bottom to get the ones that you want? Um, No, because there was only like a handful of them, and I just grabbed them all. Uh I have not. Have you that's, opened them? That's actually coming up here. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then there you go. Yeah, we got we have three of them, and I don't know where they went to because my son took them, and the next thing I know, <laughs> Lord knows now. No guesses, anybody? All right, I'm hitting the 30-second timer again. Alright. Uh, they were called the Lords of Power in that first promotional mini comic. I was going to say that. I was going to say that, but I, I was like, ah. They probably did that right when they said, oh crap, we got to change this. And David Clark jumped so. in and quoted the, the actual line back to me. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's in a meeting and he couldn't hear the question. Gotcha. Uh yeah, the yeah he's he's still at four o'clock out of his yeah, time yeah, four thirty yeah. or whatever. All right, <laughs> go ahead, Sean. You got another one. Well, oh, let me pull it up here. Hang on, eh, come on, Tom. Work with me. Work with me. Here we go. All right, we'll go back to Danielle on this one. Um, second question that she gave us: What was the title? of the one vintage mini-comic where the evil ghost Scareglow appeared. She did all hers very thematic. Yeah, I like that she did that because it's October now. It's like, yeah, it makes sense. I, I honestly would have been a little sad if she <laughs> didn't do that because it's October. <laughs> I've been like, well, okay, Danielle's gone. Invasion of the Body right. Snatchers has begun. 
right, Piers Plowman, Adam Maynard. You out there? <laughs> you out there? <laughs> Nanny goes home with everything. <laughs> like it uh real quick here so i've got while we're waiting to see if anyone gets that one i've got three of the masters and users minis the first wave the gray skull wave i'm gonna pick one of these at random at the end of it and open her up so go ahead and start putting your guesses there for that if you'd like just every person gets to guess one character <laughs> and if it's that character uh you get a point Nice. The question is, what was the vintage mini comic the only one that Scared Glow was on the cover of? These types. Okay, I can type it. <laughs> what mini comic cover had Scared Glow? Piers, it's the perfect time. He <laughs> said he hasn't read a mini comic in over 30 years. Hmm. <laughs> All right, we'll give David a few more seconds now that I've typed it. Go ahead, guys. Get your get your guesses in as to which character's in here. Grab them while you can. David Clark. I think he might have a right answer. Sean, what's the answer? The, ser the answer is the search for Keldor. Very good. Very good, David. All right. David's coming up. Manny's got two. David's got one. Piers is right. just re-entering Masters of the Universe after 30 years. Uh, I think, Piers, I think we talked on uh, Facebook, I think, um, if, if you're the guy I'm thinking of. Nice. Uh, welcome back. Uh, yeah, this one's this can be a little hard yeah. for you. Some of this trivia, especially Yuka's stuff, likes to go deep. But uh, yeah, throw up a character name for this. Um, uh, let me type for David here, right quick. Character. So yeah, I got I got three so of these in here. I'm gonna open one, mm -hmm. and you gotta guess what. I'm gonna open one randomly. You gotta guess who's in there. Okay. Uh. So now, here's one. I got a couple questions. If you all, all you've had to do is. Listen to our podcast. So, what was the topic of our first episode on Legends of Grayskull? The epic episode. <laughs> that was the Tour de Force of Geekdom episode. <laughs> It's the one. It's the one that I can't listen to now. Like any of those early episodes, I cannot listen to anymore because I'm just like, 
oh, I had to have to re-edit all of this and get some, you know, it, like, didn't have an opening. It didn't have, it just, very rough, very rough. It, it shows how far we've come, and on top of that, it also shows that we've managed to become a lot more disciplined in how we handle the show because that was our free-for-all, like, let's yeah. just talk shop. Oh, yeah, by the way, this one episode was amazing. Let's <laughs> talk about that. But then let's talk more shop. <laughs> we just, it, it was all, no, no, uh, no holds barred. Yeah. Pierce said he should know that one. <laughs> Y'all should. And David Clark, I think he went and looked it up, but he was the first one that put there. He said, we introduce ourselves, <laughs> discuss the Mike Young Productions episode at the beginning, Share fanfic and so much more. Very good, David. Wow. We how how do we not have him announcing things for us? Because he has that he had that right, flavor right. to that, you know. <laughs> and so uh, much yeah, Piers, we did cover the nineteen nineties uh He Man New Adventures. That was a little bit later though, but good answer. Um Mark Randall, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Um, so we're right in the middle of trivia. It's anybody's game. We got uh, David with two and Manny with two. We got quite a few more questions. So uh, jump on in here. Whoever types it up first, I see it hit my screen first. Uh, the other thing we're doing is I've got a bag of Eternia minis here from the first wave. You want to see the bomb? There's a bomb. Could you guys zoom in on that? Uh I'm going to grab one of these at random and open it. And you got whoever guesses the character that's in it, if anybody, gets a point. Whoever gets the most points wins a prize. We got a couple cool prizes here. The Masters of the Universe mini comic collection and we got this uh reprint of the licensing guide from James Etock. Those are the big prizes here. So well, jump on in. We got a bunch of yes, David, I got you with man at arm. David picked man at arms already. All the other characters from the minis are okay. up for grabs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um so uh yeah. So just jump on in, guess a character at any time here, and Sean, you got the next question. If you when you open that, if you do not say by <laughs> the power of Grayskull, I command the jawbridge. Open! I'm going to be a little upset. I still think it was a missed opportunity that somehow they didn't make... I I know it had to be bigger, but to make the jawbridge actually open. Yeah. You You guys want to see the the bottom of this uh, one again? (laughs) You got that? (laughs) Yeah, anyway. (laughs) So that nobody can tell. All right. Uh, We're going back to Yuka's question. uh, Yeah, Yuka's here. Um... In the Masters of the Universe Classics line, which villain was first released? I did know this one, I'm proud to say. <laughs> I did too. I was very proud of myself for no, because I was Mr. Late to the Party, but I knew this. And we already covered it on the show too, because we did our retrospective on the uh, series, yes. on the figures. So, yeah. Uh, David says they need to make. Uh, a point dread case and they probably will because you got snake mountain now uh and then you've got uh slime pit coming up so i could see them doing point dread hmm i'm typing david i can only type so yeah. fast 
<laughs> they'll do they'll do three waves of attorney. Yeah. Yeah, you can <laughs> do, do Central it. Tower, Grayskull Tower, connect and, them uh, all Viper together. Tower. Right. Yep. The Viper Tower can be where all the Snake Men figures come from. And David Clark with Beast Man. He takes the lead. Takes yes, the he lead. was. Yes, he does. Absolutely the first villain released. Um, Okay. Uh, back to those of you who have followed our podcast from the beginning. This one should be an easy one for you. What is Sean Scavarna's favorite, and I'm using favorite in quotation marks, favorite creature from the 2000X Mike Young Productions animated <laughs> series. Favorite. <laughs> oh, yes. If they would have made a figure of that, I would have just bought them all. <laughs> and then buried them. <laughs> Like the ET cartridges. I was going to burn them, but I can bury them too. I'll do half burn, half bury it. Uh, Snake Mountain, the classics one. Piers was asking how much it's going for. I want to say it was six. Was it six hundred dollars? I thought it was seven hundred. I thought it was seven. I know Entertainment Earth still had some available as of a couple months ago. So check Entertainment Earth, Piers. I think that's about the only place you'll possibly still find it um, besides going to the secondary market. But yeah, it was six, seven hundred dollars or so. It was a hefty amount. Uh, Manny Gonzalez says Shadow Beast. Sean, is is it the Shadow Beast? Your favorite? No, it is not the Shadow Beast. I, I actually don't mind the Shadow Beast. <laughs> David Clark says Serpos. No? Nope, not Serpos. Yeah. I like Serpos. Well, let me reiterate it. I'll let Man- Manny and David, you can take another shot. I am extremely emphasizing the sarcasticness with favorite. Sean knows exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, this is one that he despises. So... I'll let you guys take another shot at it because sometimes over, my sarcasm doesn't come across. Over overused and used too quickly, one almost back to back on that series. That's the best way I'll say it, and then I'm not going to say anymore. And I have a custom of it, which I will show in just a moment. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. And, and that was the night my yeah, internet went you, weird or that whatever. Was a, that was, I, it logged me off. So right we've before. had multiple. That's why I think this <laughs> is was, a fair question. Because we've had multiple episodes where we brought this up. Uh, yeah, David Clark yeah. says the Serpentitars. Uh, those were awesome. I love those things. No, I like the Serpentitars. Except their name makes me want yes. to say Serpentor every time. And then I think they say, this is a command all the time. All right, I'll no. go. I'll go ahead and give it 30 seconds here. Ah, I should have done music. (laughs) All right, Sean. 
What is your favorite Mike Young Productions creature? Merman's flying fish that eats man at arms. In the in the first in the beginning, it eats man at arms, and then only two episodes later, it comes back and tries to attack Grayskull, and the same person gets eaten <laughs> by it again. And so I <laughs> I, I had Kevin James Bro of Castle Bro Skull make this custom because I had this uh this Star Wars fish lying around like that would make a perfect base, and it did. Honestly. It looks great. Like that that really is a great custom. Oh, he did a wonderful job. Very awesome job. But it's if they would not have used that fish as often as they did on that show, if they would have waited maybe till the mid season, it would be like, Oh, that fish is back. It wouldn't oh, have Oh sorry, da- David made it <laughs> right like, after you, you revealed it. He said that giant well that giant blowfish. Uh, I think uh, I would have known what he was talking about. Uh close, close. <laughs> Ah, just barely missed it. (laughs) All right, Sean, back to you. What you got? All right, all right. Let's go back to... Oh, and I did want to say right quick, Mark Randall, you are also entered to win a door prize. We're just giving away random door prizes at the end of it, so... All right. Which 80s Masters of the Universe vintage toy designer created the illustration for the Horrid Mummy... Released decades later as the classics figure known as Rap Trap. We're looking for the designer. The designer's name, yes. Anybody's a game right now. David's got three. Manny's got two. Guys, don't forget to throw out your choices for the minis. That's an easy win right there. Give me a character name. We could even list them. Who's... Oh, uh, what is it? He-Man, Skeletor, Man-at-Arms, Trapjaw, Jitsu. Yeah. Jitsu's in there. Um, Slime Pit He-Man. Uh, let me think here. Yeah, go ahead and look, look it up. Here? That okay. way we have a list for them. So far, it's just David with man at arms. Manny Gonzalez took Skeletor. And then we're looking for the designer that created Rap Trap. Throw guesses out there, guys. There's no wrong answers. Until I pull it, you guys got chances to get it. Yup. All right, so wave one, real quick to run it down. We got... He-Man, Skeletor, Beast-Man, Trap-Jaw, Faker, Man-at-Arms, Stinkor, Jitsu, Ram-Man, Buzz-Off. And then Chase variants, we got Slime Pit He-Man, different color, the the mini-comic colored Trap-Jaw, Snake Armor, Man-at-Arms, and Disco Skeletor. Oh, say, well, then they mixed them together. Yes, that's annoying. <laughs> I know Disco Skeletor and the Snake Man Arms are second wave. All right. Well, then just go with what I He Man Skeletor Faker. Actually, Faker's second wave, too, isn't he? You have a horrible list. Crap. I It's on the Walmart website, so that shows you what I know. Um, 
But yeah, so let's see if I can find a more <laughs> substantial list here. Because I'm obviously failing at life otherwise. Um, here. I'm going to go to the Facebook group that I know a certain somebody who's listening right now. Oh, there they all are. Uh, I, I don't think Merman's in there, Piers. I could be wrong, though. We should have thought about this before. Uh, <laughs> it gives us a little time here. We'll give the 30 second countdown here for that designer's name. All right, here we go. I got it. Uh, he Man, Man at Arms, Buzz Off, Ram Man, Skeletor, Trap Jaw, Jitsu, or Slime Pit He Man. So, Piers, feel free to pick one of those. And I think it is time for you to reveal the answer. All right. The answer is Ted Mayer. Absolutely. All right. How many more questions you got over there? I want to make sure we're, we're keeping on the same pace. That's... I have uh, one more question from Yuka, and then that'll be okay. it. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and do that, and then I'll wait a second here, uh, see if Piers, Mark Randall, or Adam Maynard want to put in a guess uh, for that Wave 1 mini before I reveal that. All right. All right, so Yuka's last question. In the vintage Motu mini comics, the sorceress once disguised herself as another character. Who was that character? Vintage Minicons. Poor Pierce. He's going to be like, you guys suck. <laughs> You're not giving me anything. <laughs> it's all mini comics. And, oh, we're sorry. <laughs> there will be more of these, that's for sure. But he, well, if he listens to the show, he's going to definitely get some yes. mini comic knowledge and love. So, Absolutely. And we'll be getting back to more of that, too. Yeah, definitely should have had some kind of a trying to think what like what original um, original songs from the filmation sh- series would have been a good one to original do that songs? with. Oh, I yeah, got, like the soundtrack. I what one? The good yeah, Jeopardy yeah. song uh, to play here. Manny Gonzalez guesses guessing. Tila. All right, is that correct? No, that nope. was not correct. Uh, yes, Piers, for the it's the first wave of the minis. So it's either He Man uh, and I I put it away already. He Man, Skeletor, Man at Arms, Buzz Off, Ram Man, Trap Jaw, Jitsu, or Slime Pit He Man. Uh, I typed this for David. David, why'd you have to go into a meeting? (laughs) I was excited to find these guys, too. We had to go to a Walmart away from me because mine does not carry the minis at all. 
And that's the only thing that we've had. And that's still like, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't remember origins are out because yeah. I don't see them. I'm at that point of my, my life now where if it's not right there, every time I go into a store, I just don't even remember it's supposed to be out there anymore. Yeah, no. And that's what kills me is that when you go out there, like we said last week, it's, they're just empty pegs. And it's like, man, why is Mattel putting up with this? Like they, they signed that exclusive deal with Walmart for the first part of it here. And Walmart's not doing anything to actually help them. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get why anybody would put up with it, to be honest with like a manufacturer like Mattel. Why are they putting up with this? It's not helping you at all. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I locally, I I barely seen anything right. other than the minis. So uh, David Clark guesses that she disguised herself as Zor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that, that's a good one. But no, she did not do that. So whenever you want me to reveal the answer, <laughs> yeah, just let me know. countdown. Pretty here. much, yeah. Do the thirty seconds then. Uh, Manny's got Skeletor already, Pierce. David Clark took Man-at-Arms. Manny took Skeletor. Uh, so any of those other ones are fair game. And I might open... I might end up opening all three. I'll probably do that. I'll pick one at random, and I'll open all three of them, and maybe maybe we'll get somebody. I think Adam Maynard must have fallen asleep on this. (laughs) We didn't didn't have have music. music, We didn't have music to keep you awake. (laughs) And I know it was a bit early, but this is this is what our schedule allows. Mm-hmm. All right. Ten. Good with the Sean. Who did the sorceress disguise herself as? Queen Marlena. Queen Marlena, and I believe that was Snake Attack, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I honestly don't remember that one. Because it was the, uh, it was the, oh, and we got a, we got a Jeremy James DeWitt joining us. What's up, Jeremy? Hey! (laughs) We know that guy. You're void out of this anyways, (laughs) because you were an all-star. Your prize was coming on with us. His, his his prize is knowing how far up the fandom he's gotten in three years of a podcast being on the air. I'm an all-star now? Surprise. Surprise. And, and now Jeremy has said, was it Queen Marlena? Yes, Jeremy, it was. Unfortunately, well, you, you know go. that because we just said it. Nice try. <laughs> All right, Piers is going with Buzz on. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So, Jeremy, you're, you're Nolan Void anyways. Your prize was being on with us, and thank you for that. But I got three Eternia Minis. I'm about to open them up. Uh, Adam must have jumped out. And, uh, but Skeletor, or Manny's got Skeletor, David's got Man-at-Arms, 
and Piers has Buzz Off. I'm going to pick one at random and open it up until maybe I hit something that somebody has. And honestly, I never looked it up myself. So, I, I honestly don't know who's in here. I don't have that list memorized. Like David Clark does. That's probably it. That's probably why he went with Man Arms. He probably saw one of the bottoms that I held up. <laughs> He's like Batman right. for Masters. That guy. He. It's like if you need to. If you need to find out anything there is, he just like boop. There's a post for it already. David's already done it. It's crazy. <laughs> and. <it> was, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was man one. in arms <laughs> David tell the truth did you uh, did uh, you see that <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical <laughs> so that solidly cements David Clark as the winner with four Manny Gonzalez has two uh, David you're getting the mini comic collection Manny you're getting the licensing guide Reprint from James E. Talk. Uh, and you know what? All you other guys, uh, David did say that he just guessed. I'm not sure if I believe that, but uh, congratulations <laughs> to both of you guys. And uh, Piers, Mark, and Adam, just for coming on, you all win a door prize. All of you guys, go find uh, me on Facebook and let me know your address, and we'll get it out to you. Uh, the second one I have here is Ram Man. I got a Ram Man, which is nice, because I don't nice. think it was released originally, if memory serves me. Uh, and let's see who I got last. There was actually four, but my son really wanted to open one, so I let him open it, uh, and that was Trap Jaw. He was the one that was open before the show. I think if the, the two that I thought would be really cool, but I went for the actual codes on the bottom. Thank you to David Clark on that as well. Um, uh, Buzz Off and Jitsu would have been pretty cool. Oh, there you go. Jitsu! <laughs> Jitsu, nice. He looks fun. Uh, as a mini, he works you know really what? well. For amazing. five bucks, these guys are awesome. Like, five bucks, you get the little Castle Grayskull, you get a minifigure and a weapon. I mean, you can't ask for anything more. This is awesome. Um, my kids mm -hmm. have been into the blind box mm -hmm. stuff here and there. And it's it's like, you know, for some of those things for five bucks, you get like a little nothing. I mean, to get a, I mean, a, a decent sized figure like this, that's awesome. Uh, Jeremy feels mm -hmm. that Buzz Off is a dick, though. So, uh, well, that's because of how that's him and Steve's <laughs> Buzz Off uh, a jerk. <laughs> real, real quick here. Uh, if you guys got any questions for us, uh, this this is an ask me anything type of moment. So, uh, drop your questions down below there, uh, and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. Uh, so yeah, anything about, you know, He-Man, She-Ra, Turtles, we're open. We got a little time, uh, I'm not empty yet, so, 
throw some questions out there for us. If you want us <laughs> to fix your life, let us know. We're, we're, we'll give you all the advice you need. Um, but yeah, no, uh, five bucks for, for these little guys, that's an amazing deal. I mean, I thought the two packs were a bit much because I think those came out at 15 or 20 initially. I thought that was a little ridiculous, mm. even though I still ended up buying them all. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. the five bucks minifigure can't be beat. Best deal down the toy aisle right now. Yeah, and definitely a lot easier to swallow than uh, like I I got suckered into the loyal subjects when I got into classics, and I kept seeing everybody when they when they'd find their scores from Walmart and all that stuff. So I got into those. It's like yeah, fifteen bucks a pop for those. That was things. killer. I oh, got and... a few of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. oh man, the, they were cool, but it was that price point. I'm like, man, 15 bucks. Yep. And you didn't know who you were getting in that first wave. Yeah. I, I cut that mm-hmm. off real quick. I was like, nope. Well, there, there's an OCD thing with me where like the first wave is not the second wave because when you get to the second wave yeah. and then they get the articulation and the knees and all that stuff is like, okay, so basically you're giving me a whole new line. It doesn't feel the way the originals felt that I signed right. up for. So I, I didn't even jump on. I have a Battle Armor He-Man and Ram Man, and my son usually grabs those and runs around the house with those, yeah, too. Yeah, I didn't get any of but, that second uh, I had for that the, reason. Yeah, I, I just got them because I was at Rite Aid, and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, here's He-Man. I, I, and it was like a buy one, get one free kind of a deal that day, and I'm like, all right, I'll do that, but... Yeah, no, um, I agree. And then they yeah, showed well, off the, the concept art for Wave 3, and they were going to go back to the first Wave bodies. Like, they showed off that Hordak and Buzz-Off and everything. It, yeah, That's it's like, you four. can't keep... Like, why I think would they you did do... that with Turtles or Power Rangers 2, <laughs> I remember hearing about. Like, they just keep switching up the design. Uh, so, first question. No. Like... Da- uh, David Clark. Oh. Okay. Would you be interested in an origin-style... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line. So I'm reading that as so so a more vintage style Turtles figure at $15 in the store less accessories and not as detailed. That's how I'm reading that. Um, uh, go ahead, Sean. Oh, let's see. Possibly. I'd have to see, it, like, the, the concept of them not being $45 a pop for a figure is a little more appealing in that way, but I'd have to see what they look like because for, uh, I, like, I'm not a huge fan of the the origin sculpts and the looks, and my my kids are driving me nuts. They keep knocking <laughs> on the door, uh, and they're like they interrupting turtles. my thinking. Um, I, yeah, basically, my son heard turtles, and he automatically wants to tell us who his favorite is of this hour, and then he changes it next hour. Um, I I'd be curious to see it, but I I also I'm huge on like yes, the the details. And that's a huge part of why the origins line isn't working for me. And I'd rather have the details so. It would depend a lot if I saw those figures and go, all right, you know, like if it grabs me in a certain way um, compared to like uh, what Super 7's doing or what NECA's doing, 
those, the minute you see them, it's just like, wow, there's my childhood right there, you know? And you just, it, it, it's like you, you're pulling yourself back from grabbing them. Yeah. Practically, so. uh, and he, do, he does elaborate uh, so a little yeah. bit, like the Super 7 Ultimate line, but smaller vintage style, more articulation than the vintage ones, though. So, yeah, so I'm picturing, like, the Playmates, basically, but with added uh, articulation. So that I will say yes, because I hated the playmates had those yeah. ready stances and they were just stuck in those things. So if I could move the legs and the knees and the ankles, I'd be like, yeah, that that is a nice I'll, little happy place. I'll then. be the stick in the mud. While, while I think it works better for turtles than Origins. Well, number one, it's all going to come down to sculpting. Like I said, for Origins, He-Man's head sculpt, Skeletor's head sculpt. Right there threw me off. Um, so I, I give the same answer as Origins. That would be awesome for me to buy uh, Lucas and Daniel, my kids, my boys, and for them to play with at 15 bucks a pop. That sounds awesome. But if I was going for my collection, uh, I need the su- I need the the details. I need the Super Seven style. Mm-hmm. So. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jeremy James DeWitt, who do you like better? Me or Steve? (laughs) I like... I'm going to let you go first. (laughs) I like... I like Jeremy's personality with Steven's voice. I actually want to merge them. That's how much I like both of you. <laughs> I want to mix it. I want to mix and match I... between you two. I want Jeremy's righteous beard with Steve's radio voice. Basically, I just want too fat. Your little, your little, you know, uh, well, uh, uh, mascot. That's what I want. I don't want to pick. I want too fat. Give me too fat. You took my answer because I was just going to say <laughs> I like too fat and be done with it. Because it's like, I, I will say this. I will say yeah. this, I think, though. I think if you answer Jeremy, there is no wrong answer then. The reason is, I think Jeremy would probably want to cuddle because he knows that you like him. And he would just open his arms welcoming to you. And even if Steven's mad at you, he will hold you tight and say, I will love you and hug you and give you George. That would be how it would work, just like in the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. And in that way, the even if you do like Steve, but you choose Jeremy, or even if you do like Jeremy over Steve, there is a feeling of, I think Jeremy would make me feel pretty happy even if you know, Steve is not thrilled with me at this Absolutely. moment of my life, you know? So, um, that's the, that's, that's the, answer. the answer I'm going to go with. If I have to choose one, I will say Jeremy, because I honestly <laughs> think the cuddling would make you, it would soothe your soul and make you Sean feel better as a person. taking this to a weird place. <laughs> so Sean wants to cuddle with Jeremy. <laughs> I like you fat better. Nope. We're leaving it right at that. There is no more. That's where we're leaving it. Uh, yeah, but- <laughs> think if you ask steve he would uh, obviously understand jeremy <laughs> does say that that's a cop-out absolutely it is jeremy that is 100 percent a cop-out and that's where we're leaving it uh uh let's hear uh jeremy james dewitt also says 
What's up with Spikor? Is his face dark purple and spiky? Or is it a mask? His arms and legs are light purple, so his face should be that color too, right? That was my Jeremy impression. Did I nail it? <laughs> All your impressions are Matt, Matthew do, doing an impression. Yeah, I know. That's why I had to say at the end, that was my Jeremy impression. <laughs> it's like, Matthew, Clark look Optimus Prime. Hello, Sean. How are you today? <laughs> It's like Sean, talk like Batman. Hello, I'm Batman. Oh, we got we got to talk about that, and (laughs) we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Don't let me forget. Um, but to Jeremy's question, (laughs) I had not thought about it. Um, I want to say that's his face, right? I mean, I don't think I've ever thought of that as being a mask. I have, I have thought about. Whether or not his his body armor is armor or his skin. So maybe it is a mask. Hmm. Darn you, Jeremy. You're making me think tonight. Well, it, it, this this sounds like one of the uh, podcasters, the, the right. random ideas. Well, that's why I that did it did. as Jeremy DeWitt there I, in my spot-on imp- impression. No, 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 I... And I, and I, I well, I I got that. No, problem. I love that. You're like, I did the impression. It's like, yeah, um, yeah. That one's hard because in the when he was on the cartoon, and and I'm not remembering this 100 percent because I only remembered him maybe one time on the cartoon when he talked. His face moved. So in that way, it's almost like Destro then. Like Destro on the cartoon, his face moved even though he had that big right, right, right. metal helmet, metal face mask. But um, yeah, I would say it's a mask too, which makes it kind of odd. So because in that way, it's like yeah, I always thought it was his face too, but he, he, I guess he yeah. doesn't have he doesn't have spikes otherwise because of his. I do believe that's armor on him because you could take it off on and well in the well, and even in the that's what I'm, I'm thinking of the vintage as i was a kid playing with it like i could tell that that the spikes there were a separate piece you know mm-hmm. like you could i think mine even started to yeah. lift up the flaps a little bit yep. so that always made me think yeah. of that as armor so if that's armor that means that's a helmet like i I never thought yeah. about it, but yes, I I will say that's a helmet he's wearing. That's his armor, and then yes, his natural skin color is his arms and his legs. That's my answer. So so basically, like, <laughs> what would his face look like then? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mask. go the like, Destro. Look his like... face looks the same, but he's got a face uh-huh. plate. Okay. That contours okay. All right. to his face, the Destro style. That's what I'm going with. So his face mm-hmm. looks the same to me, yeah. but that is a helmet. He could take that off, and you'd have that lighter so, purple pig face uh, with some dreads or something. Because dreads are cool and evil. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing you take off that mask and he just looks like here's a dude that's the color of Pepto Bismol staring back at you and it's actually yeah. really 
freaky. Like, he shaved his head and everything, and he's just like this naked mole rat person nope. inside that Dreads. armor. It just is like, oh, dear God. I'm going dreads. <laughs> when you open up for commissions again, I'm You're getting a, uh, a, a spiker without <laughs> his mask on, and he's going to be that face, light I'm pink gonna... with dreads coming down. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw you a naked spike or and have a giant sensor strip down where that matters and just be like this is what he looks like yep. and be done with it. It's, it'll never see the light of day because it's a naked spike or. Honestly, needs that. I like it too in universe because to me, spike or is the blacksmith. He's the weapons master for Skeletor, and so I'm picturing that he made mm-hmm. all of his armor. That's the way I've always looked with it. You know, he's got the trident and everything. Like, he's made all that. So, uh, that works. Yeah. Out. Yeah, and... Well, it, it, I've seen it online. Like, there there have been people who posted, here's... Uh, was it Russia or something? Like, back mm-hmm. in the medieval times, they had, they had yeah, bear hunting was... armor. So, it, it has that feel like, yeah, the, it, you're, like, covered in right. spikes, basically. And um, it has that feel Absolutely. to it, man. All right, and Jeremy says, yeah, his face and chest are the same color, but his chest looks like armor. I don't know, man. I'm lost, too. Um, well, we answered it for you, Jeremy. We got you covered, buddy. This is... But that that's the beauty of this line. Like, I mean, when they, I remember on, on podcasters, they, they had, like, at least a 10 to 15-minute discussion one night of, does Skeletor have a neck? And it makes you just go, like... Yeah, there are certain things that, as a kid, I didn't yeah. even think about it. Now, as an adult, I'm like, "How does this work?" <laughs> and it does make you go. Some of it is you just let the child in you just solve these problems versus yeah. turning it into a but thing. I, but, but it is kind of fun to sit back and go, "How no, does we that love work, turning though? it into a thing at the same time?" Um, and real sure. quick here, Manny Manny did ask. What is the next episode of the '80s He-Man or She-Ra that we'll be doing next, uh, Manny? We don't, we just don't decide this kind, that kind of stuff out this far ahead. Uh, we're very much like the week before. We're like, hey, what do you want to discuss next week? Um, mm-hmm. Your second part, though, he does want to know what our next remastering is. That we do plan out farther. So let me pull that up right quick here. Uh... Uh, what did we what what did we do last time? Did we, we did a machines and men, right? We done that one. We yeah, was that that was with yeah. Matthew Rodriguez? Well, like we, well, we jumped forward. That's, That's right, we jumped wow. forward to leech the master of power section because we needed a shorter one that one time. Um. So yeah. yeah so the yeah. next uh, remastering we will do is to walk with dragons from the two thousand X uh, Mike Young production series. Um, and just throwing it out there really quick, if anybody who is uh, out there right now listening to this, if you have a specific yeah. episode or a specific story that you would like us to take a crack at with our remastering, feel free to throw a few at us because I know our list is not no, infinite right now. We have to add three more left to it. Including to walk with dragons. Three left. All right, so we we are down to the final three. So don't make this just the final three. Let's add some more. So if if any of you fans between the cartoons, the mini comics, the comic books, uh, the storybooks, because we do we do the golden books and everything, throw it at us and let's see what yeah. we can come up with 
we we do try to put our our thinking no, caps on for that segment a lot and make you know we we try to leave it a better story absolutely than we, were given we, it. we love so this this it, is i mean jeremy with his question about spike or you know remastering that's where our mm-hmm. passion is we love the stories so yeah give us some uh give us some choices mm-hmm. um david clark brought up mm-hmm. an interesting thought here uh he says to me Spikor is like Bane, scary and smart. I I can dig that. Cause I mean, if he's the mm-hmm. blacksmith, the weapons maker, he's gotta he's gotta be smart. He's gotta be intelligent, right? I mean, there's that's not an idiot's job. He's designing armor and weapons. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I could definitely see that. I, I think every every villain needs to be raised up in their intelligence. I know why Filmation did it, but I think everybody now needs to be needs to be built up a little more. You know. Um. Yeah, like when uh, me coming at it from my perspective, when I was a kid, I actually was a little offended for some yeah. of the villains because the way I played with them, it was definitely not, they were not bumbling. They were more, these are the things that go bump in the night and He-Man's here right. to take care of business kind of characters. No, I agree. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, um, uh... <clears throat> I completely lost my train of thought there. <laughs> this is what happens on live episodes. <laughs> the beauty of uh, lives, yes. Uh, next question here. David Clark wants to know, uh, this is probably more for you, Sean, because I'm that artistic at all. Will you be customizing your Origins Castle Grayskull playset? Uh, that's a that's a involved question for me because uh, when I saw that initial uh, leaked image that blew up o- across the sites the other week. I was actually more upset looking at it going, well, Sorceress is already X yep. amount high. And I could see that the Classics figures, and this is this is me being the Classics guy versus an Origins guy, the Classics figures are not going to fit in there, so I don't even know if I'm going to attempt the Castle Grayskull. Um, my son, who I was getting the Origins for, hasn't been nearly as excited about them compared to other things he's playing with right now. So I'm just kind of in a wait-and-see mode um, if we're even going to get a couple more figures from time to time. He got mad at me because he got a Skeletor and wanted Beast Man. <laughs> so there you have it. I mean, it's like yeah, I could just see that now. I give him Castle Grayskull. I wanted Snake Mountain. I'm like, well, go pay for it. 700 right. bucks. Feel free. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, uh, I don't. Honestly, I just really, I, I think I might if I got one because the price point doesn't scare me if I wanted to mess with it though. And we still gotta see what the front of it looks like. Maybe it already looks amazing. I mean, yeah. Uh, for me, I don't even know if I'll get one to be honest with you. Uh, because I have the classics and even the origins that my kids are loving look really cool with the classics playset. So. Yeah, yeah. The scale of that with with origins yeah, is probably yeah. amazing so, at this point. I don't know. Well, no. I I guess I can definitely say no to customizing. Um, I don't even know if I'll get one. I am not a customizer by any means. So, yeah, that's that's a no go for me. <laughs> I I think 
I, I have heard this from a few people talking about like vintage lines and stuff. And I mean, like I have two gray skulls. One's on this. One's just a shell. And that's the one that I had when I was a kid. And I was just happy that I had the shell of it. Uh, and I could, I could put that up and, and display it. And then I, and my mom found one in my grandma's basement after she died. And it was a complete castle gray skull. So I have a complete and I have uh, mine from when I was a kid and I wouldn't want to mess with those because those are legit. This is how it was when we were kids. And just like anyone who loves the vintage line, you know, like they they love that. And it's like the nostalgia of it. Same with me with the castle. And I think if there was ever a castle grayskull that I'd want to customize, it would be the Origins one because it's going to be mass produced again. And it's a nod to the original. So in that way, I have so less right. worry that I'm going to mess something up, and it's just, let's just trial and error the heck out of this. Here's that Zorro one that I was hearing about in the documentary when he, when they were talking about spray painting them when right. they were in the factory and all that. And so, yeah. No, yeah, I completely agree. Um, let's see. Uh, Manny says, would you guys like more cartoon trivia in the group, quotes, etc.? Yeah, guys, feel free. You go to a Facebook group, as long as it's not, uh, you know... Nothing above, you know, PG, maybe PG-13, and, uh, you know, as long as it's at least on topic, and we're pretty, we're pretty generous with on topic, I mean, we post up turtles and thundercats and everything else in there before, uh, feel free, uh, use, use the Legends of Grayskull Facebook group, uh, talk, discuss, absolutely, uh, Jeremy's gotta go, bye Jeremy, you're probably already gone now though, so, bye. Thanks for joining uh, us, Jeremy. So yeah, looks like everything's about wrapping out. Uh, David Clark's heading out. Yeah, we're all going to head out, I think. Uh, so, this is the point in the show I want to tell you guys. Uh, number one, David and Manny, congratulations on winning the trivia contest. Send me your addresses. I'll get that out to you. And the rest of you guys that joined us live, Adam Maynard, Piers, Plowman, and Mark Rando, send me your addresses. I will get uh, some nice door prizes out to you. Um, I just want to thank everybody. Like this has been, we're coming up on about a year. This has been an amazing ride. I'm glad that we've connected. I'm glad that everybody has, you know, been receptive and I appreciate all the support. I'm going to ask you once again for your support. See those buttons down below? Click them. You're here right now. You're live. Click them right now. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Ring that bell so you're notified when we go live next time, because we will be doing this again. I know I'm definitely planning on it for our anniversary episode, and uh, yeah, let's just let's have some fun. I do like the live episodes. Scheduling gets in the way sometimes, uh, but I wanted to get out mm-hmm. here after the end of All-Star September and just thank all of you viewers who have made our, our first nine months spectacular, so... Uh, Sean, you got anything to wrap us up with? Um, no, but you said something about Batman earlier, and now I'm like, what was that about? Batman! We, uh, are we not talking Thank about Thank you. That's why I told you to remind me. So, number one. Well, there you go. Because, uh, okay, first off, we do want to let you guys know so you're not worried. We are going to be switching gears a little bit here. Uh, personal life is just personal life. So we are going to switch to an every other week format uh, for the time being. So I just want to let you know you're looking at probably about two weeks 
till our next episode. Um, it's it's just what we got to do right now. And I do want to wish, because I don't think we'll record before that. I want to wish Mr. Sean Skavarna a very happy birthday. Uh, he's it's coming up here. Um, and Sean, yeah. I believe another friend of yours did something awesome for your birthday. You want to talk about that for a second? Uh, yes, yes, that's yes, what yes, Batman yes, yes. said. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I uh, Sunday I will be turning forty-two, which is apparently the answer <laughs> to everything. But I don't know if that's going to work out for me or not this year. Um, but uh, yeah, a, a really good friend of mine. Uh, I I actually feel bad we we lost contact for a while. Uh, his name's Randy, Randy Broadwater. He's a writer. Uh, look him up on, on Amazon. I've actually done some of his cover art really? for his novels. He's under J.R. Broadwater on Amazon. He has a couple of novels I'll that he put out. I'll drop some links down um, below too once I find them. Yeah, yeah. One is, uh, I actually like it. It's a, it's a, like a sci-fi detective book called uh, You, uh, you Only Die Twice. And it, it's actually like a, like an old Sam Spade kind of thing, but futuristic in that way. He he apparently he found out uh, Kevin Conroy was doing cameo messages for people, and late like late last week, I'm in the middle of recording with the podcasters of the universe, and four times he tries calling in, and I kept having to decline the call because we're in the middle of recording and. And then uh, he actually posted a photo of Batman looking at the at the uh, bat signal. He's like, "You've got to look right now. Go online." And I checked it out, and he got Kevin Conroy yes. to record not only "Happy Birthday," but a nice three, almost yeah. three and a half minute a message. That was it was a, and it it it, tr- it truly touched me. That just the, the the sentiments he put in that message really resonated with me, especially from this year and going forward in my life. So uh, I am just floored that I I honestly can't think of too many other voice actors where I'd be like as wowed by, uh, I mean, obviously John Irwin would be one of them and Cam Clark would be also on there because he voiced not only He-Man, but Leonardo, two of my favorite characters. But yeah, it was, it was amazing to hear my name, being spoken from Kevin Conroy, the voice, the spirit, the essence, the I agree, the just the Batman, you know, and uh, Sean Scavarna, this is Batman. I'm like, holy crap, you right? This is Batman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, I, I actually reached out to him and I said thank you, and he hasn't written me back, so I don't know if he he li- checks out Messenger, but I I felt compelled. I had to say thank you to him for that. It was yeah, it was amazing. Such a such a great uh, three minutes oh, of my agree. life. So, <laughs> and I have listened to it a few more times. It, it, it's uh, like if I'm if I'm feeling down, boom. But I like that. And just remember, Batman always <laughs> has your back. It's like. <laughs> you know, you're grinning like an idiot. It's like it's like you just found out the Santa Claus exists. You know, oh, this is good awesome. stuff. So I agree. Kevin Conroy for me is the definitive Batman. You guys can talk Keaton all you want, but yes. to me, Conroy is is it. Um. So so real quick here, because the thought just popped in my head. If they were to make a Batman Beyond live action movie. 
who should play old Bruce Wayne? Conroy or Keaton? Well, <sighs> I mean, I think they are going kind of that route anyway, and I think Keaton's the guy they're I choosing. I you, not the guy they I, would choose. I, no, 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 no. I but I honestly think, I think like he got he got that moment on Batwoman where you know he was yeah. in the exoskeleton suit and all that kind of stuff. But I do feel like he is connected to that character in a way where if they did a movie, there might be people that don't know who he is, but the minute they hear that voice, they're going to know who it is. Um. So in that way, I feel like he's he's definitely gotten it more than Keaton. And it's like Keaton started the voice because he was the first ever to ever have it. When he's Batman, mm-hmm. there's a voice. And when I was a kid, I was just like, oh, he talks like that. You know, it's like, I'm Batman. Oh, he does that. That's amazing. But then, you know, like when you hear Kevin Conroy, it's like, no, that's he. it's it's very much it's dark. It's deep, but it's also right. heroic. Like Michael Keaton's was that dark whisper, you know, and it's like it, it, Conroy's. It's just. Ah, oh, it's it's essential Batman. This is when you read Batman, that's the voice you're hearing usually. If you grew up in our era or even, you know, a little later than that, he was still the voice no matter what. The video games, the cartoons, Absolutely. all that. So he would be my choice just based on uh, its time. He should be able to do that. And plus, he, he is an yeah. older man, so he'd be perfect yeah. for that old man Bruce in that. Completely agree. So. Kevin Conroy. For the Batman Beyond movie, make it happen, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and what's great is he still ties in with Masters because he is Merman on the new series. So I is. like when 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 uh, when my buddy dropped that on me, I'm like, there's still a Masters connection to this. He's Merman, and I'm like, I can't wait to hear Merman because I would have never right. picked him as Merman. I thought he was going to end up being Skeletor. Or I thought something, he was going to be man they picked, it, it, they showed, yeah, or or something where he would have had that sage, older mentor vibe. But like Merman, <laughs> I gotta hear Absolutely. this. Uh, yeah, Manny, that's what Sean was talking about. Conroy was in the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths where he was playing Old Man Bruce. Yep. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. So, all right, guys. I. That was. Yeah. Oh, just real quick, that was better than was. Smallville bit. <laughs> it was. Don't even get a start on Smallville. We'll be here another hour. Trust me, we yeah. have so many messages that went back and forth <laughs> about Smallville. So I'm just gonna leave it as until next time. Yeah. Thank you guys. Until we next appreciate time. everything.